There's a power to be harnessed. Learn how to set goals as a couple and watch those big dreams come true. This is my beautiful wife, Kimberly, and we're married. We've been married now for 27 years. Wow, right? I know, 27 years. How did we get to 27 years? Well, one of the important parts about us making it 27 years is the fact that we plan our life. We're thinking about our life, about where we're going. You know, part of life is dealing with everyday activities and dealing with what happened last week and trying to resolve and kind of fix things that happen along the way, right? We have what has happened. We got currently what is happening. We have kids. We own a business. We have employees. And wow, what if we got caught up in all of that and we didn't plan where we were going? I can tell you exactly what would have happened. We'd lose hope. It, would, it wouldn't make sense why we do what we do every day. It would make sense why a problem would come along and literally shut us down because it wouldn't seem like it's worth it. Because we wouldn't have a vision or ideas about what we wanted to create in our life. You see, as a couple, the way that we've been able to keep moving forward, no matter what comes our way, is we literally have an idea of what we want to build and create for our life. And that can be sometimes a challenging thing going, but wait, our current situation doesn't look like it's gonna support where we're going. But what if the missing link for you in your marriage and your relationship is you don't have goals as a couple? And so for you to consider, if you don't have something what you're looking forward to, it makes it difficult to deal with what happened which then can cause you to literally not even want to try with all your effort and with all your might to keep moving forward. And believe me, I've met couples who kind of have settled in. They've settled in and they're just kind of okay with where they're at and that's it. And that, that's okay for them. But I know that there's still a life to create. And my wife knows there's still a life to create. And so we literally brainstorm and come up with ideas of what it is we want to build in our life. And I want to give you six different points to look at when you are setting goals as a couple. One of them is whatever you're talking about, write it down. Even though it might be, not be the final idea, take notes. You know, when, when Kim and I drive around and do errands, or maybe we have a road trip that we're going on, we bring along a pad of paper and we just dream. We talk about things and we have in our office, you know, in our folders, all these different notes of ideas that we've had and some wishes and wants and some dreams that we wish could happen within a year, within a couple years or before we die, you know, kind of like creating a bucket list. Like what would it be like if we could do this or this? But when we write them down, even though we're kind of playfully talking about them, we have a list that we can go back to. I think as a couple, you're still discovering what it is that you'd like to build and create together. And instead of trying to sit down and just squeeze it out of you, it might take a few brainstorming moments. It might take a while to narrow in on what those goals could be. But be patient. 
in your relationship of coming up with what the goals are or what the next goal will be. But a secret behind it is take notes along the way. Take notes. Now, remember that there's more than just one area of your life. You know, some people say, well, we, we have a goal to go on a vacation. That's awesome. What other goals do you have? Do you have goals about your health? Do you have goals about how much time you spend together? Do you have goals of maybe you want to go climb a mountain? Maybe there's a particular country you want to visit and literally live there for a while. You know, maybe there's a financial goal. Maybe there's a, you want to, you know, both of you participate in a marathon or a triathlon. But there's lots of different ways to look at your goals. Maybe there's a level of education, number of books you want to read. Lots of fun things to talk about and to literally open up your mind and explore the different areas. But consider that there are different areas, not just one or two areas of your life. And don't be shy to bring it up to your spouse of an idea that you have. Because an idea that's not spoken has a tendency to die. Next, how could you track this? You know, once you decide to pick one of these and start to take some action on it, you know, how do you track the progress? How are you going to do this? What, what could you do to decide this is exactly where we're at? Let's, let's measure where we're at. And then how often are you going to check in and measure yourself again? You've got to find out if you're having progress or not. Suggestion I have is every Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon is a great time for Kim and I to literally sit down and talk. And when I say sit down, I don't mean like at a table, all official. <laughs> what we do is we, I'm sorry, there's probably too much information, but on Sunday, we have a, a pattern that we like to do where we sit down and we do a foot soak, you know, either an Epsom salt or, you know, a type of foot cleanse or something like that. But we'll sit and do a foot soak, meaning we can't go anywhere because we're both sitting with feet in tubs of water. And then we pull our laptops out and we talk about where we're going. What are we doing? What are our ideas? And so we have this little pattern we do on Sunday afternoons that gives us an opportunity to talk. But it also gives us an opportunity to track and to track progress. You know, and when you're tracking progress, you got to be nice to yourself and not beat yourself up or think you're moving too slow because there's two of you that you're calibrating and coordinating to make these things happen. So in every seven days is a great time to review and edit the goal. Because sometimes you, you start to discover where your goal is and, and maybe you want to describe it a little bit better or just make some minor adjustments to it. But I think every seven days... Is a great way because it's often and it's frequent. If it's often and frequent, then it keeps it on your mind. It keeps it in the conversation. Again, a goal that is unspoken has a tendency to die. An idea unspoken has a tendency to die. So to have it every seven days keeps it alive and fresh, ready to get up and go. So you literally are paying attention each week to opportunities that could help you really take it, you know, take the next step towards that goal. Now, as you come to a decision of what these goals are and how you're going to track it, to accelerate your progress, turn it into a visual goal, maybe a collage of pictures, or maybe there's one particular picture that you both agree on. But if you don't agree on one particular picture, you can have a picture that represents the goal. They can have a picture that represents the goal. And you create a collage of pictures. 
So that way you both get to contribute to the visual aspect of that goal. And then post it somewhere. Put it on the bedroom wall or the bathroom wall or the closet door so that you both can see it and have that reminder every single day. Because when the both of you have decided on something because of conversations and, and thinking about it and narrowing it down and now you can see it up on the wall, there's a higher level of guarantee that it's gonna happen. Because boy, you take both of you working on that together, wow, that could be powerful. And you make it visual so it's a constant reminder, wow, that's awesome. Now along the way, you know, also keep your progress displayed either in a binder or you're keeping track on a computer document that you both can look at because when you know the progress you're making and you can see it, not just talk about it, but you literally can see it in writing, it can give you motivation. And it also can give you that insight of adjustments that you need to make. So with this right here, it begins to help you realize you can build and create a life. So whatever you're facing today, it doesn't ruin your goals. It doesn't ruin your progress in moving forward. It can just be moments that are tough. But they're tough because you're gonna learn something that's gonna help you get your goals. Now here's some success tips. Something I think is smart is to get a mentor or a coach to help you build your momentum going towards your goals. Because there are shortcuts. There are really good shortcuts to be able to get your goals. And mentors and coaches know how to teach you those things. Number two, get educated. Whatever your goal is, study it. If you're going to another country, study it. You wanna build a house, study it. The more information and education you can get in you about your goal, the more your mind can wrap around it and make better decisions. Start exercising. Somebody who exercises thinks better. Somebody who doesn't exercise has slower thinking. Not as accurate either. Somebody who exercises has more accurate thinking. It's, well, it's been proven over and over again. It's another reason to exercise is so that you can have more accurate thinking. Also eat better foods. That helps your body function better. Because sugar messes with your head. It clouds your ability to make decisions. It does not help you make better decisions. It does not. It is a foreign substance to the body. Number five, spend time outdoors in nature because it will help you have creativity come to you about how to accomplish the goal. When you go look at trees and mountains and rivers and streams and the valley and you're out in the outdoors, you will get inspired from nature on how to accomplish your goal. It happens. Every time one of my mentoring clients gets stuck, I send them out into nature, they come back inspired. It's incredible when they go looking for the inspiration of what to do, nature never fails. It just never fails. It's always there to help inspire us. Number six, if you have a goal together as a couple and you choose to spend more time together, you'll be able to calibrate and coordinate your thinking because your spouse holds some of the ideas and the secrets about how to accomplish that and you hold some of the ideas and secrets about how to accomplish that. And when you both spend time together, more than what you've been doing, you can unlock those ideas. But it takes the two of you to unlock those ideas. You will function better 
by working together. You'll function better by working together because of the dynamics that both of you bring to the relationship. That's why I really strongly believe and have seen when couples are dialed in and they're on the same page, they can really produce and create an incredible lifestyle. It's not just what you have right now. It's what you can dream about. It's what you can wish for. And the two of you working on the same team, wow, that is powerful. My wife and I, Kim, we teach a course called Royalty and Romance here in Salt Lake City. It's awesome. And we teach couples how to get on that same page. Now these videos, you, you watch, this one you've watched and the other ones I know you're gonna watch, subscribe so you don't miss any of this great training. And you know you got a friend who probably is struggling being on the same page, send them this video, help them out. Sometimes it's tough to try to explain it to them when they could just watch it themselves. But send it over to them. It'll help them kind of rethink how they're doing this together. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here. And thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.